welcome to Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. I am Nate, your dungeon master and person with the most recording equipment on this podcast, also known as a guy with some money and no sense of priorities. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Okay, let's get into it. Last time on Carrots and Suffering. The matron Varathi, de facto mother figure of our hero Sable, was killed when she broke her oath to the Fairy Queen and was set upon by pixie assassins in her weakened state. Our heroes attempted to make sense of it all. She made a sacrifice, but I want to understand why. In this kingdom, there are many people who have deals with the Fairy Queen. It is a way to stay safe, it is a way to gain power, and it is a way to become a slave. She chose that then, and she chose this now. And we are going to honor that choice. Jalen ran into her assassin mentor waiting for Sable by the side of the road outside of Lady Mied's residence, and after a tense exchange, realized there was nothing she could do but turn a blind eye. Uh, I don't think there's anything she can do. You have a good day, Vincent. May it be full of deeds you don't need to be ashamed of. Hey, days are good days. God. I know, this sucks. I mean, like, she's sort of thinking, like, I warned her. <laughs> yes, you did. I warned Silpha. Lady Miev knows. Yep. I don't think I can do anything else, <laughs> like, except go back and openly you can't. pick a fight with the Thieves Guild after... Don't do that. All right. She's gonna walk on. Sable ducks the assassination attempt with a wolf disguise. Yeah, you didn't see us. And he hands him two silver pieces and says, get the hell out of here. Also, your dog looks mangy. Gets a growl. <laughs> <laughs> Sable went home to learn that she was actually the rightful heir to House Verathi, and that the Circle wasn't in agreement with the Matron's decision about cutting ties between the House and the Circle. Your father was called by all as Mirkwood. They didn't want you to be a problem for the lineage, and so they changed your name, Sable Valeria Verathi. Well, then who is my mother? She was disowned 18 years ago or so. She would have been the matron's first child. For decades, the head of House Verathi has been the head of the circle. We now have a new head of the circle, and we should make the head of the circle the new head of House Verathi. A letter arrived for Silpha from a prospective suitor, but it was signed with a fake name, and Silpha isn't having any of it. <laughs> I pull out pen and paper. Dear Stephen, I am certain you have me confused with someone else. <laughs> Jalen's suitor Lynn arrives unexpectedly the next morning. Uh, yeah, your your boy squeeze is here. You might want to put on some clothes or Wait, something. Boy squeeze? Yeah, yeah, you know. What's his name? Lynn? Yeah. Lynn is here? Yeah, he is. He's downstairs. What is he doing studying. here? I, she didn't tell me. She's just going to slam the door in her face. <laughs> And then she's going to open the door and pull her in and slam it and be like, help me. <laughs> Let's get back to our story. She'll, she'll just come down in what she usually wears. All right, so you're armed to the teeth. <laughs> but, you know, it's she's got like the cloak with the hood kind of over it. So she'll wash, she'll wash her face and... You've only seen this once before, and it it was a formal courting. Uh. And the only reason you saw it is because Lord Evans had insisted on taking Isaac to someone else's house, and you got to see someone else set up for the formal courting. And 
in the time it took you to get dressed, the study has been rearranged. It is now full of adults. And there's two chairs facing each other at a respectable distance apart with a table in between. Uh-huh. <laughs> she is like, she is scrambling to get into the mindset for this. Lord Evans looks a little confused. And as you come in, he'll lean over and say, I don't know what this is. If it's a, his dad should be here or something. Anyway. So, so his dad's not, it's just Lynn and four guards. Yes. Okay. All right. Get in there. Make me proud. So how it's supposed to go is the adults are going to stay close enough that you can't get away with anything. And then you're supposed to have polite conversation in this sort of chair across from each other. Uh-huh. And that's yeah, the, over that's the thing. Over tea and biscuits. I mean, Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And someone has brought out like a breakfast tea. And uh-huh. I don't know, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> we can share bacon breath across the table. And he is sitting in the chair looking... A little anxious. Did he, like, obviously get groomed up for this? I mean, is he... Uh, Not as much as you'd think. He's actually wearing, like, a a breastplate. Uh. And it it looks largely ceremonial. You don't imagine that that's ever been in combat. But leaning against the wall is a greatsword. And next to it is a small sword in a sheath. The greatsword is also in a sheath, which is unusual. They don't bother sheathing those normally. Mm -hmm. Because they're big! And he sort of, when you come in, he watches Lord Evans whisper in your ear and then stands up. Mm-hmm. Hi, Lynn. And he kind of does a little, like, bow and says, please come sit. And he'll reach out to take your hand. Oh, let him take my hand. <laughs> and he'll kind of get you in the chair and slide it up to the tiny table between the two of you <laughs> and sit down. Who are the adults in the room? Lord Evans is in the room. Okay. Four armed guards, armed to the teeth. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Don't stab him. That's not courting. (laughs) He will look at you for a second, and then... I heard you were in a scuffle. Oh? With some creatures from the Thorns. I apologize for coming by so early and unannounced. I was concerned, given the the rumors that have started, and I, I have a gift for you. And he will stand up and walk over and... Next to the giant sword, there's a tiny sword. And he picks up the tiny sword. A girl-sized sword. <laughs> well, it's a short sword. Okay. And he will bring it over and set it down on the table. This isn't this isn't a, a gift. It's really more of a of a loan. My family has a long history dealing with these sort of situations. Scuffles? Specific kinds of scuffles. Okay. Um I, uh, anyway, don't, don't unsheath this unless you're, unless you're real sure that you're going to kill whatever's threatening you. It's only good against a certain kind of creature. What kind of creature? Um, he'll look around and then he'll lean in across the table and then like, I hope you lean in too, otherwise he's got a long distance because that's what the table's she'll meant lean, for. She'll lean in if he's obviously <laughs> trying to be quiet. My family fights fairies. Yeah? This is Dova's sword. She can't swing it for the life of her. <laughs> and I'm lending it to you. Does she know that? Dova does, yes. Okay. Um, we had a discussion about it last night. Okay. Uh, my mother says you can have it. 
as long as you're not involved in any of the Evans family shady business. Okay. I told her you would never do such a thing. <laughs> she doesn't make that face, but... <laughs> <laughs> the sort of full-body cringe. <laughs> sort of this um, minuscule twitch. <laughs> that was really good of you to say thank you. If you unsheath it, it will be very uncomfortable. For me or the person I'm fighting? Anyone who's been touched by fairy magic will find it very uncomfortable. I see. Anyway, I'm, I'm, again, I'm really sorry about just dropping in like this. It's, it's fine. It sounded like you needed this right now. Thank you. I'll come by and we'll do one of these in the, in the normal way sometime. I, I'd like that. Give me, give me a couple of days to, to arrange it and I'll send a letter next time ahead. Okay. And he kind of sits there awkward for several seconds. And then says, um, you're supposed to pour the tea. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She'll scramble and hopefully not knock anything over, but she'll go and pour the tea. You should totally make a roll to see if she can manage it. Sure. I mean, let's do, let's do, um, sleight of hand. Oh. What did you roll? Nine. That's better than the one. That's better than one. You get a couple drips on the table, but you didn't like dump the whole thing in right. his lap or anything. <laughs> there might be some like rattling dishes because she's like nervous. <laughs> I mean, she pours it. She Shut pours it. it but it's like here. <laughs> Such a lady. You catch a glimpse from across the room of Lord Evans face palming. <laughs> crap. Lord Evans is going to send both Jessica and me to Mrs. Lunari. <laughs> But uh, the guards have little smirks, but they don't they don't say anything. <laughs> he sort of pulls up the tea and sips a little bit and says, this is really nice. Yeah? This is great. I would like to do this again for sure. I would too. Maybe we could do it at my house uh, at some point. That would be great. Okay, I'll, I'll, ra- I'll arrange that too. Maybe um, your horse will like me this time. You know what? Let's try it. Let's go see. Maybe he's, maybe he's in a different mood. Okay. <laughs> and he'll set the tea down having had like two sips of it and kind of excitedly stand up or just leave it uh, on the table or no is it... <laughs> no courting ritual contains proper sword etiquette um, take his hand he's gonna offer you his hand okay yeah she'll just uh, he does offer you a hand to stand hey, she'll, up. she'll take his hand and then he says uh it would make me feel more comfortable if you carried the sword okay <laughs> so she'll she'll strap on the sword and he will get his and he looks really tiny holding it. Oh. <laughs> it is a sword made for someone with shoulders twice as broad as his. But it appears to be his sword. Mm-hmm. And he handles it okay. And you head outside to his horse, which is sort of waiting uh, with some servants who are like going to take it to the stables and didn't even really get that far. Uh-huh. And he kind of clicks and the horse immediately cranes its head up and pulls against the servant towards him and roll me your handle animal uh, 17 17 yeah the horse seems a-okay that, right that was now. worth spilling the tea for yeah you gotta get, gotta get the bad rolls out of the way <laughs> so yeah yeah the the horse seems actually totally fine and she has no idea like how to act around horses so like she like she kind of pats his nose the horse will actually kind of like step up and nudge you and it's a pretty sizable horse, so it shoves you back a little bit, and Lynn gets noticeably excited. Aw. 
Like the horse seems to like you. He's he's like grinning like an idiot now. She, she she's pretending not to notice that. <laughs> <clears throat> and one of the guards will say, um, "Well, Master Lin, I don't want to rush you or anything, but you did tell your mother you'd be back soon." And Lin says, "Oh, right. Um, anyway, definitely practice drawing it before you need it." Okay, I can do that. And he'll hop up on his horse and turn, and the guards will, on foot, go after him, leaving you with a sword. With a sword. And Lord Evans going, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, Lord Evans gives you a look like, I don't know what to make of that boy. He's sweet. Okay. He's a full two steps above me, (laughs) society-wise. Um, well, keep... Keep impressing him. I think you did good. Apparently, we should not let him know what my life trajectory is ever. Oh, really? I gather that his family doesn't approve of everything our family is rumored to be involved with. I'll have to think about that. Maybe we can make better friends with them. She gets this sort of like dopey (laughs) look on her face. I'll have to think about that. And he'll turn to head inside, and Jessica's kind of, like, standing there. And she says, if Jalen marries him, I get the Thieves' Guild, right? And he's like, shut up, Jessica. (laughs) And just sort of walks by her. She's going to go to the dojo and draw the sword. Oh, roll me a will save. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ooh, four. Well, you did tell her to practice. Yeah, no, it's really important that you do, because... Maybe if she had slept better, she'd do better. You'll, uh... You'll understand in a second. So you draw the short sword. It looks like a normal short sword, except that it has sort of vines etched in it. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the tip is free, it's like your skin is on fire. Holy shit. A clenched feeling hits your chest of absolute terror as you realize that this sword is meant to kill you and you drop it. And it takes a couple seconds for you to like, get your will back together and realize it is just a sword and you can pick it up if you wish. I mean, she's a little gun shy, but she'll go ahead and try to pick it up again. Okay. Then you do another one. Yeah, roll roll with advantage this time because you, you, you know it's coming. Ah, that's better. 19. Okay, pick it up and you can resheath it and the, the feeling goes away immediately. So you have a plus one sword. And it is Fairy Bane. Congratulations, you have one of the Pornino's great artifacts. Wow, neat. He must really like you. All you have to do to keep it is give up that assassin thing. (laughs) Or make them believe I have given up the assassin thing. Anything you want to do in the morning, Sable? Did I sleep through the night? Yeah, let's go with emotional exhaustion. Okay, well... I am going to dress in mourning. I know how to do that now. Okay. And I am going to find out from whatever servant I can what the arrangements are. Lord Mentor sent for the remains. He's going to have the funeral at his manor. Oh, all right. I think it will be tomorrow, but it might be two days from now. It's not clear yet. Uh, has Have the remains already been sent? So the remains are in a cart. They've been packing them up. Lorelai is there. She gives you the dirtiest look you've ever seen. I ignore it. Okay. I'll ask her who's accompanying the remains. I am. It's possible that there could be danger on the road. I would travel with you. Fine. Prepare the wagon for Sable as well. 
Are you bringing Helena? I'm going to try. And Helena. And the servants scramble to... Make that arrangement. Pack stuff for you. Yep. And I'm going to send word to these two through servants. Okay. That I'm going to the mentors with the body. So about the time that that letter arrives, a second letter arrives at Silpha's house. Silpha, you get two letters. One is that one from Sable telling you where she's going to be. And a letter from Miev saying, I have another job. Come meet me immediately. I'll be in town at the Mentor Library. Silpha will hastily gather up all of her things and make way to the library. Okay, so you're in town, which means you will beat Sable there. You arrive at the library and you see Lady Miev, who is in the main level of the library, sitting with a book. I thought she wasn't welcome there. She's not. Anyway, Lady Miev is sitting in the chair and everyone is not talking to her. And she will nod at you as you come in. I'm here to give my statement to Lord Mentor, and I may be able to stay for the funeral. We'll see how he responds. There's something I need you to look into while I'm doing this. And she will lean in pretty close to you and say, You remember Muriel Frikers. Uh, she, like, has to catch her breath. Uh, how could I forget her? She was my favorite teacher. The day she passed away, we were sitting in this same spot. She had a notebook on her, full of ideas of how to handle the thorns. Designs, magical formula. I need it. Other methods of dealing with the thorns have proven inadequate. I don't know what happened to it. I'd like you to get your friends and find it. Preferably before the end of the funeral. Of course. But I think you have two days to find it. And she will go to stand up and then stop and say, If it helps, Tess was also here. She might know something. She's back at my place. And she'll turn and head out the door. So that's about when Sable rolls into the Mentor Manor. So the Mentor Manor is a, a keep wall. It's not very high. It's not meant to actually be the castle. And with the thorns cutting up access to the quarry, they were never able to build it up. It's a short wall to keep. Inside the keep is one large building, which is sort of the library. And then behind them, there's a stable off to the left and then a massive manor house. And the wagon rolls around to the front. And then the servants are all lined up in a waiting procession. At the door, striding out, comes Lord Mentor. He's a large man with really curly hair. He's got buffalo-esque appearance. And he will kind of stride down the steps and say, Sable and Lorelei, I'm deeply sorry for your family's loss. She had a long life, though. Just nod to that. And Lorelei will say, I thank you for taking this on. And I demand retribution for my mother's death. And he will say, I understand, Lorelei, and I will do everything in my power. For that. I believe you know as well as I that there will be some limitations, and Lorelei will frustratedly slam her fists to her side. I know you're upset. It's your mother. I get it. Come with me. We'll discuss next steps. And he kind of grabs her elbow and sort of starts bringing her up the steps, and he pretty much makes no look at you or anything, Sable. Before he can take her away, I'm going to dare an opportunity to say, uh, Lord Regent. 
Yes, Sable. I am here to offer you a first-hand account of what happened when you are ready. Excellent. Oh, and here comes Lady Miev. Just in time, and you see Miev striding from the library. I'll see you both in my study momentarily. Let me get Lorelai settled. All right, I'll go to the study. Sable did send a letter telling Jalen where she would be. Interestingly enough, you get a letter from your dead friend telling you that she's <laughs> on her way to the Mentor Manor. Okay, so she's probably in the dojo still, like, practicing with the sword to get sort of a feel for its balance. And I think a servant comes in with that letter and panics and throws it at you and runs. <laughs> she sort of stops mid-swing and is like, the hell? And then she'll pick up the note and read it and she'll sheath the sword and strive. I guess she's got everything she needs on her right now. Yeah. Take off her town. So you get to town about a half an hour after these two have gotten here, which means Sylph is probably in the library formulating a plan and Sable's waiting in the study to give her deposition. It's uh, an awkward couple of minutes and then Lord Mentor walks in really quickly mm -hmm. and ta immediately takes a seat and says, all right, and looks directly at Lady Miev. Lady Miev says, Lady Varathi came to my estate and removed the curse from Champion Riley. She was promptly cut down by fairy creatures. Lord Mentor gets a very confused look on his face and says, your half-brother? Your half Riley. She risked her life to cure your half-brother. What did she get out of it? And Lady Miev says, Well, one, I removed myself from the marriage contract uh, negotiations. And Lord Mentor says, You were never under consideration. Never. And she says, Also, I pledged loyalty to House Varathi. And he sort of sits up a little bit and says, that also is is worthless. And she says, I am the most talented magic user in this kingdom. You don't have to respect that, but Lady Varathi did. And he kind of tilts his head, and you, you can tell he's mad. And he sits back and says, Somehow I feel like you're going to get the better end of this deal. You can stay here for the duration of the funeral. No magic on my property. That's the usual agreement. You will leave immediately, and I do not expect to see you here again. Is that understood? And Miev says, mm-hmm. And then Lord Mentor looks at Sable. Sable will say that uh, everything that Lady Miev just told you is, is true. I was there. I saw Matron Varathi cast a spell and Riley change. Then I saw her wither, get attacked, and die. I saw the cost, and I know... I mean, I saw what happened to the matron. I don't think giving Lorelai vengeance is a good idea. Don't be concerned about Lorelai. I'll deal with her. She's upset right now, but she'll come to reason in a few days. And I'm sorry you had to witness that, Sable. You're far too young for this kind of carnage. Um, I'm going to steal myself, and I'm going to say, Lord Regent Mentor, uh, if you would, I, I would 
speak to you alone for a moment. She gives you this really qu- quizzical look, like, r- really? And then looks at Lady Miev and kind of gets this impish quirk smile on his face and says, get out, Miev. Miev gives you this look like, oh my God, and turns and I starts to walk out. Give her this apologetic look like, oh. And she doesn't slam the door, but very nearly slams the door. And Lord Mentor turns to you with that same smirk on his face and says, what did you want to discuss? Lord Regent, did did you know my mother? I did know your mother. She was not known for her appreciation of the law or the rules of society. She mostly just stuck to the woods. Very determined and dedicated woman. But you know her lineage. I do. I keep a record of all noble births in my vault. Then then you know that I am the oldest daughter of the oldest daughter of Matron Verathi. You're her oldest and only child. All right. Lord Regent, as the oldest child of the oldest child, I would like to put my name in the running for... Uh, the heir to House Farathi. He doesn't say anything. He just stares at you. And... And I try not to shake. An extremely uncomfortable amount of time goes by. And then he says, that idea has some merit. Tell me, if I were to decide in your favor, that could be very dangerous for you. I'm already in danger. Is it true what they say about your skin? That it's poison? You know about that? I record all noble births. And deaths? If I know of them. Did you record my mother's? I did. The story I heard is that it was my poison, my skin, that ended her. I will consider this, but I am not in any way considering a marriage contract proposal. Uh, I, I would understand why. Give me some time. A few days, and I will announce the new heir. Thank you, Lord Regent, for your time and consideration. You have my permission to remain till the end of the funeral. The servants will find you a room. Thank you. Okay, that sounded like a dismissal, so I'm on my feet. (laughs) He will nod at you and then kind of look out the window. All right, I'm gone. (laughs) I'm out of there. So Miev is actually standing in the hallway. Okay. And will turn and look at you. I'm sure Helen is out there, too. As you walk up, how'd it go? Uh, I said what I came to say. Excellent. Well, I'm sorry it turned out this way. I am too. Lord Mentor can be very difficult to deal with. He is entrenched. That is, uh, the most words I have ever spoken to him. I know him very little. Well, consider that your warning. He's entrenched. He will not abide any change to the current order. I nod. I will not be available to leave until the funeral is over. I have permission to stay. I don't believe that includes permission to come and go. Well, let me simply ask, would you be comfortable having a conversation here? As long as you're okay with everyone hearing it, we can have a conversation here. If not, I would go find your friend Silpha. I left her in the library. Silpha's there? Yes. I'm going to the library. As you step out of the front door, Jalen, you're walking in the gate. 
She is gonna tackle you. Oh god! <laughs> she is gonna like <laughs> knock you over. <laughs> not in the face. Not in the face. Not, the face. not in the face. She is like wrapped around you. Jalen, Jalen, your life, your life, your life, your life, your life. Sword is digging into my head. Oh, sorry. As the camera pans away. We see a pale, faded woman's face for just a moment in the window before it's gone. Nobody seems to notice her, with her blonde hair or her blue dress. They say that a ghost is just a memory, a stain in the world left from an awful death. It's true. But sometimes an event stirs a memory, so vivid as to make it real again for a time. When her great-granddaughter lay in the bed she herself had slept in, all those nights ago, before her mission. Just above the tunnels she'd expertly navigated, near the chamber where her luck ran out, the memory came back. She had taken the job from Lord Mentor to find out the secret of the Masons, and she had learned it. So close. She had been so close. What she could not do, perhaps her kin could. She couldn't have planned it better. They learned the truth. They escaped with their lives, and they brought her to House Mentor. Her second chance had arrived. But not now. It's too bright. Her power too weak. But she will find a way. She must hurry. She can feel the memory fading. It's time for Animal Facts, this one brought to you by the Mentor family. Let's talk about the American bison. Americans call them buffalo, but they are not actually buffalo. Buffalo are native to Asia and Africa. The bison is the biggest land animal naturally occurring in North America, with bulls reaching 2,000 pounds. You've probably seen that internet video of a buffalo hurling a person through the air. That happens when you mess with something 10 times your size. The bison is 6 feet tall and about 12 feet long. The hump on its back is actually a mass of muscle that supports its head to plow through snow or misguided tourists. There are a half million buffalo in captivity in the United States, only about 30,000 in the wild. Historically, these animals were tremendously important to the survival of humans in North America, and they've been named the National Mammal of the United States. The bison can run 35 miles per hour. It eats constantly for 11 hours a day. While the bison have excellent senses of smell and hearing, they have awful eyesight. And lastly, if a buffalo has its tail up in the air and stiff, run away or you will be like the tourist I mentioned earlier. Okay, let's get back to it. I am so happy you were not dead. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. What? It, uh, hi. Okay. We all need to have a conversation in private. But she's oh. alive. This surprises you? Yeah. She gives you a horrified look. Okay. We really need to catch up. Meet me between the stable and the castle walls. In about five minutes. Look for the rope. She winks at both of you. Roger, Roger. So Silpha will head off 
and I will use my rope trick. There is now a rope suspended into the air. I climb up and I will pull a great deal of the rope up until I see either Sable or Jalen approaching from below. I'll go second. And then I'll show up. Yep. You guys can rally inside the rope trick treehouse. Okay. So you're pulling up the rope, right? It really is amazing. So I don't know how safe this is from certain things, but it's at least free from listening ears on the ground. The lady has a new job for us. She wants us to find Muriel's notebook. You know, the one she kept with all her ideas for dealing with the thorns. They didn't destroy it when they killed her? We have no idea what happened to it. She said Tess was with her when she fell ill in the library. Okay. And she suggested that we might start by talking to Tess. No one knows what happened to it if it still exists, but she seems to believe it does. Where could we look? Oh, well, we can talk to Tess, obviously. Did she say why she wants it? Given the research she's done and note that Jalen found earlier in her study, I really believe she wants to do something about the kingdom's present situation, just like us. There's just so much else going on and I don't... I understand. For me too. Wait, so Jalen, why were you surprised Sable was alive? Because there's a contract out on you, and I left, and I didn't know what was going to happen to you. I passed three really shady, ratty-looking guys when I left the Mieva State, and they asked me where you were, Sable. I had no idea what was going on. I certainly didn't tell them. Jalen gets kind of tight-lipped and nods and says, yeah, those, those guys would be the ones. So are they with the guild, then? They would be with the guild, yes. I don't know who took the contract out. I'm guessing you don't know anything, just that it's there. That it's there. Fuck. So there's that. There's a couple other things going on, and I don't know how to talk to you all about them. I mean, you know that Matron Varathia was a druid, right? Of course. A lot of rumors, yeah. Yeah. We knew she was powerful and wielded some kind of magic. And you know that, well, I showed you that I can turn into a wolf. Right. So put two and two together. You're a druid? I got invited into the circle. What's a circle? It's a group of druids. There's a whole group of them? Yeah. How many? I can't really go into that. So what does that mean? Well, up until recently, it meant that Matron Varathi oversaw this group of druids and They got their power from nature and things that are tied to nature, like... You mean they made, like, fairy bargains? Have you made fairy bargains? No, no, but I might have to. I don't know. I mean, I didn't exactly plan on jumping into a circle of druids, but, you know, there we were. And then... You probably can't tell us who's in charge now that Matron Rathy's gone. Are, Are you afraid of the person who's in charge of the circle now? Is there a way you can get out? No, I don't... <laughs> no. That's... No, that's not gonna happen. I mean, do you have to do whatever she says? Guys, Matron Varathy knew she was gonna die. Well, yeah, we gathered that. And before we left the house... She put her house in order? She put me in charge. What? Of House yeah. Varathy? No! Of the circle? Wait, how long? how long have you actually been part of this circle? Not long at all. Like, not long, like, days, weeks, years? How long has it been since you saw me as a wolf? Since then. Four days? You know what I feel now. If you're the most inexperienced member, why would she do that? 
Because I am the most inexperienced member. And she wants you to get killed? No. Oh, because you didn't have bargains? I'm less connected. There seems to be a lot going on with the Fairy Queen, and she is not happy with people, and apparently she wanted a war, and it's, yeah, and my mom was Matron Varathy's first daughter. What? I know! I thought Lorelai was her oldest daughter. Nope, nope. Which explains a lot about why she doesn't like me, huh? So why is your name Mirkwood? Because that was my dad's name, apparently. Who the hell are the Mirkwoods? I don't know. You know as much as I do. Look, I'm just finding this out. I found this out, what, two hours ago? Oh, Sable. So doesn't that mean you should be the Verathier? Does Lord Mentor know that? Does now. I'm so impressed. I think that's going to get her to the point that she actually starts crying. I didn't know you had that kind of balls. I have no idea what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I am so lost. Oh no, I guess you could be in the running to marry... No, he made sure that I knew that I wasn't. Why? Well, you know that I keep myself wrapped up, right? Yeah. I keep parts of me covered, too. I I don't keep myself very covered, but, you know, we all know why that is. (laughs) From what I've heard, my skin poisoned and killed my mom. Holy shit. All this time, I thought you were just so modest. Like, like I thought of us as a yin and yang sort of thing. <laughs> like, you were all covering all up, and I was all like, take it all off, and wow. And I just assumed some people are more sensitive about their traits than others. Well, I guess she kind of is. Well, I don't want to poison someone accidentally. Well, no. I don't want to poison anyone at all. So can I make, like, poison crossbow bolts from you? Jalen! I'm just asking. I don't know. Okay. All right. We don't have to talk about that now. But it, it could be useful. I'm just saying. Well, Matron Verathi is dead and she put a druid circle in my hands. I found out about mom. I have a dad that I don't know if he's dead. And I just had to go up in front of the Lord Regent. And I'm a little freaked. Speaking to the Regent must have taken a lot of nerve. Like I said, I'm really impressed. Me as well. Silva will clasp your elbow and say, You advocated for yourself in front of the regent. Obviously, the Lady Brathy saw an ability to lead in you. I know she wasn't a warm person, but clearly she thought highly of you, trusted you. Maybe. She also disowned my mom. Mm. Yes, kind of a dick thing to do. You know why? Because she was with my dad. Well, so do you talk to the fairies? Sort of. I talk to Tree. What's Tree? It's a tree in a place that I go to. And it talks? Yeah. She, she like, makes this sort of weird face because anything having to do with fairy or magic or anything not concrete, she's just like, eh. I think most trees have a uh, at least a song about them, if you listen. But this one, yeah. Okay. Makes sentences and tells stories. I spoke to an emissary of the Fairy Queen, too. What? Mm-hmm. About what? Deals. Did you make... You didn't no. make it. You didn't make any. Mm-mm. So you should keep not making any, right? I don't know if that's going to be possible. So I had a conversation with Isaac, and he basically... The bottom line was just don't make deals. Well, that's nice for Isaac to say as he wields all that magic. What kind of deals has he made for that? I mean, how is he learning that? <sighs> well, he's a, stu- he's a student of Lady Miev's. How did Lady Mead learn it? You study it from books. You don't have to get it from... I mean, there are a variety of ways of doing magic. The lazy way is to make a 
contract with some kind of powerful entity, a demon like a fairy or something like that. But true students of magic study the weave and learn to channel that energy through study, diligence, and practice. Pretty sure any of the other ways are going to require some kind of diligence, too. I mean, you saw what happened to Matron Verathi when she broke her promises. I was also thinking, Silpha, that I try to get answers out of Isaac, and she like rolls her eyes. He knows I don't know what he's talking about. So, like, I know you think he's creepy, but maybe you should get to know him better, because you'll know what he's talking about. I can't make heads or tails of it. Well, I'd certainly be open to a conversation with Isaac. Okay. At least we have magic in common. Well, yeah, that's, that could be your icebreaker. Oh, 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 she's gonna, she pulls out the sword. She doesn't draw it, but she pulls out the sword. I got a thing. It's a magic sword. You got a magic sword? Yeah. Where? From Lynn Pornino. What? Really? He came over and it was so wild. It was almost like a courtship thing, except his dad wasn't with him. And Lord Evans was like, I don't know, go do a thing. And so I went in there and, and this is Dova's sword, but I guess she's not really good with it. And they fight fairies and this is supposed to fight fairies and so i drew it and it was like i was on fire but then i sort of got a handle on that so that's okay but when i draw it it sucks but it can kill fairies wow i i think it's pretty stinking cool yeah oh Jalen. well it's on loan it's like semi-permanent loan from his sister but he's letting you use a magic sword yeah <laughs> he knows her well he got her sword <laughs> That's so cool. And his horse likes me. <laughs> He's a poor nino. That's important. Yeah, so that's my shit. Okay, so you don't hate me. Why would I hate you? Oh, the circle and the fairy queen. Sable, for God's sake, I don't think anybody in this kingdom doesn't have weird secrets. I mean, it's the fairy queen. I mean... I'm looking between you two. Have you done anything to be ashamed of? Well, it seems like the Lady Varathi was using the opportunity to... Let us all break from the Fairy Queen's rule. So I think this is great. You're not just an adoptee foster child into a weird, scary house. I mean... No, I'm the child of a disowned... She's put you in a position that you can use. I mean, assuming we can keep you alive because somebody's got a contract on you, and now we kind of know why. And I would... I mean, I've been wondering about that. I was like, why Sable? Who the hell is she? Why would anybody want to kill her? Oh my god. Do you think Lorelai took this out? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, she's got to know about her she's sister. She's got a motive. It would explain a lot. She was so mad when I showed up. I wonder if she expected you not oh to show god. up. Oh my god. I mean, I don't know. I was intending to try to find out, and then I... Because I wanted to know who killed you and kill them and then who took the contract out on you so I could go take it out on them. But then I got a note from you because you weren't actually dead. So I didn't actually get a chance to find that out. I mean, the whole reason that I thought about the head of the household thing was because I you know, figured a head of a household would be harder to kill. You know, harder to take out a contract on. But we shouldn't assume things. My character has gone from worried to mad. She's like on her feet now. And she's like, oh my god, it makes so much sense. Okay, so I will keep that on my list of things to do. Find out who's got it in for you. Yeah. I don't know the intricacies of how the underworld operates and discretions and things like that. But I will find out what I can. Okay. But in the meantime, we have a job. Sure. 
Sable, do you feel like you're safe here if Jalen and I were to go speak to Tess? I have Helena here. Nobody's going to move on her mentor's house. I don't know about that. They, somebody moved on Megan Varathy's house. Uh, yes, I wouldn't have assumed anyone would be so... Champion Helen is watching over me. I mean, I have made this request of Lord Mentor. I, I don't think it's a good idea for me to leave. I need to stay. Okay, so why don't you stay? Let's go check out the schoolhouse and then go talk to Tess. And you be wary. If you don't find it, I know that she said before the funeral was over. The impression I got from Lady Miev was that perhaps... The book was somewhere on this premises. On the premises, like in the library or on Mentor property? On Mentor property, in that we would have a couple days during this funeral to have reason to look for it here. Are we talking about that little blue journal that she kept with her all the time with the tie around it? Yes, with all the drawings and her notes and things in it. She'd often like stuff it with papers. There's a an incantation that I know that if I know an object, I can locate it, but it only goes a certain distance i could tomorrow perhaps look around in a few places all right but you could also go talk to tess in the meantime all right so today we gather information tomorrow we try to search for it in earnest okay okay stay with helena i will i i, I need to talk to her anyway okay where you guys going we're going to Mievs. so you walk the two-hour trip out to Mievs. it's about noon by the time you arrive Miev's house looks much how you left it. When you ring the doorbell, Tess answers. Yes? Tess! I'm afraid the lady isn't present at the moment. She sent us. She sent us. Oh! And you are actually the person we hope to talk to. Really? Why? Uh... Did she forget something? I can, I can it, pack her back. Is there a place we can be discreet? The sheep barn is where people go when they don't want to be overheard. Let's go there. So you head out to the sheep barn, where just yesterday there was a short but vicious battle with pixies. It has been filled back up with sheep and is super noisy. And smelly, I bet. (laughs) Yeah, definitely stinky. I will pull out a whole gold for Tess and tell her, I don't know how important this job is to the lady, but I would appreciate discretion. She eyes the gold and says, I don't know that I'm interested in getting killed. Well, oh, she puts a gold back in her pie and takes out like four silver. No, no, no. Bring back out the gold. (laughs) Just, I reserve the right to turn it down after you ask your question. Okay. So she pulls out a gold and tells her, you were with Muriel Frikers when she fell ill at the Mentor Library, I'm told. Oh. It was Lady Miev who told us this. I I was there. Yeah, with Lady Miev and um, a servant of House Mentor and a servant of House Frikers. Please, she was my favorite tutor, and I'm trying to find something that belonged to her. Do you know what they did with any of her belongings after she, when she fell ill? Um, no. They took her away really quick, and they launched an investigation. I know they went to her house and her work, and it was, um, it was an intense couple days, but... So I didn't poison her. No, that's not what we're suggesting. But someone did. I'm I'm certain someone did. She she took ill really fast and the it it was bad. It was really bad. There's only a couple people there though. Please, I've I've never spoken to anyone who might actually know the truth. What did you see? What happened? Lady Miev was asked to come examine a book by Lord Mentor. 
and Muriel was also asked, and the two of them met at the library, and they spent the afternoon, well, they spent the, the morning up until about noon studying in the library. There was nothing unusual about it, and it was me and Gabriel and Virgil. Who were Gabriel and Virgil? Well, Gabriel's from House Frikers, and Virgil is from House Mintor. Uh, servants? Yes. So Virgil was there to keep the book safe and ensure that it wasn't damaged, and, and Gabriel was there with Muriel, and I was there with Lady Miev. There, there was nothing unusual going on, and then she just clutched at her stomach and said she felt ill, and we went to take her in to find a, a, a priest or, or a, a healer of some kind, and she, she didn't make it. Silpha is, is visibly tearing up in the listening to the retelling can you tell us the gossip that went through the servant network well that is my specialty i'm only telling you this because i think lady miev wants to know wants you to know i wouldn't sell you this information for any price otherwise i didn't kill her and both gabriel and virgil both of them left their houses right after gabriel was fired and virgil was promoted he was given a free man role and a stipend He's a fisherman now, in the little creek that runs through town. Hmm. That would suggest that Virgil had done something well, and Gabriel carried something off, and that Gab- well, Gabriel failed to protect somebody. And Gabriel had failed at something. Yep. The news was that it was a slow-acting poison, so she wasn't necessarily poisoned right there. She was acting fine. Right. But it was a slow-acting poison, so she could be poisoned one day and then a week later get sick. Maybe. I don't know a lot about poison, but it seemed awfully sudden to me. What do you remember about Virgil's activities? Like, in the library that day, was he? did he go near her? I mean, did, she, did he handle food that she ate? Did... He did. He, he made the tea and handled the book a lot. But he didn't get sick and die, so... No. Gabriel managed the food for the most part. Do you remember the particular book they were examining? Yeah, it turned out to be a pretty simple magical theory book. As far as I know, they, they did read it and, and were interested, but it, I don't think anything came of it. Muriel would sometimes lick her fingers when she would turn the pages of a book. Did you ever see her do that when she was handling this one? She did, yes. But Miev also handled the book. She did. What did they eat? Sandwiches. And wine? Were they drinking wine? No, no, not in the library. Just water and tea. Muriel was not a drinker. Really? Yes. Despite being from the Friker's family, she, she didn't really partake. Do you remember any rumor of Virgil having ties to the underground? No, but Virgil was a source of a lot of gossip. Maybe even more than I have. Well, and what happened to Gabriel after he was fired? Well, they didn't just fire him. They put him on a shift clearing thorns for a month, and then they fired him. He's um he's in pretty bad shape. I see. Is he still able to talk? I think so. I haven't seen him in, in a long time, but I think I saw him when we were walking through town once to the market. He's um he's sort of got a dog face and feathers around his neck. Hmm. Is there any particular place he likes to hang out? I mean, I saw him near the market begging, but I'm sure if you asked around, they'd know where he is. He's, well, he's distinct. Okay. Thoughts are to find Gabriel and Virgil and mm-hmm. ask them. And talk to them. Yeah. Best I got. Thank you, Tess. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
I'll I'll take that gold. She easily passes it on. Jalen will give her another one and say, it's been valuable information. Very valuable. She, As you hand it to her, she gives you this almost frightened look and then says, yeah, thank you. Hey, don't don't tell anybody it came from me, okay? We wouldn't dream of it. Also, we were basically children when it happened, and she was our favorite teacher. It just means a lot. Okay. Well, thank you. And she'll quickly walk away. Do we have enough time to get back to town? Yeah. It was noon. It takes about two hours to get back. You spent about only a half hour in conversation. Okay. She get back around 2.30, 3 o'clock. She got paid very well and probably will not talk. <laughs> that was the idea. <laughs> well, I think she's probably too scared of the information to... All right. Well, if we're going to talk to Gabriel or Virgil, I think maybe it shouldn't be known that the two of us together are possibly asking for leads about this around town. I know she won't speak, but... I might be able to find Gabriel pretty easily. Do you want to seek out Virgil? Well, let's go together. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to change. Okay. It's on the road back when nobody's looking. Yes. Okay. What are you going to look like? She looks like a lot more heavily mutated insect-like person starting to have mandibles and like... That's some scary shit you can do, Silva. <laughs> this is Alter Self. It's Alter Self. Yep. You have a bite attack in case it comes up. She just wants to appear more coarse and common. Done. So should I like fade or what? I mean, what? No, I think... Everyone knows who I am. You should absolutely play up who you are okay and i am just at your disposal okay you're, you're my like woman servant is that how we're playing this your aunt <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes your servant okay uh, servant <laughs> servant i'm proud of you <laughs> all right well let's find him first like if he's begging it shouldn't be too hard to get him talking assuming he can talk okay so we're going into town okay and looking around for this dog with neck feathers you ask a person they've seen him today he was just happened to be begging over by the over by the riverfront it's it's really just a dock for fishermen so we so we do find him do we find gabriel or virgil virgil was virgil is a fisherman but you find gabriel first because that's who you were looking for is he, he was he's just begging yep he's just sitting he's just sitting by the dock actually seems to be begging for fish should use message should Give him a coin. I'll give him a coin and buy him a fish. Okay, so, she, so she's going to buy a fish. So are you holding a fish as you walk up? Yeah. So he gets really excited and sort of puppy dog style starts like on all fours almost like. Like wants to do a trick? Oh boy. Oh boy. Or just oh, more like just excitingly like stomping okay, from foot okay. to foot. Whoa, but sit. He sits. <laughs> she Good gets boy. a mischievous, mischievous smile and goes, shake. He like slaps his hand into your hand. It's really dirty. Uh, <laughs> she's wiping off her hand speak yes you can speak yeah yes G- give me the fish i have some questions for you okay and and this whole time she's making a show for anybody who might be watching that she's like just fucking with this poor beggar dog right can i ask you about a couple of years ago is your memory good for fish yes all right she, she'll give him the fish he starts gnawing on it and she's going to sort of give him a cursory pat on, on his dirty little head and sit down against the wall next to him. Yeah, as he's eating, he will, like, slam his body into the side of your leg, kind of knocking you a foot or two back. Um, <laughs> just like an excited Labrador. Yep. So can I ask you about Muriel? Is there anybody around? I mean, there's people around, but there doesn't seem to be anybody who really cares about you messing with this guy. I'll, I'll say to Sylpha very quietly, like, pay attention to anybody paying attention. <laughs> You're the best person to pay attention, actually. <laughs> I'm not very perceptive in the daytime. <laughs> 
So she's going to kind of keep looking around while she's talking to him. I'm sorry. What did he say when I said, can I ask you about Muriel? Yeah. 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 More fish. You, I'm going to give you some more money. Go, go buy, go buy five more fish. Yes, my lady. Five fish. I will feed them to you one at a time. Oh, okay. But you've got to talk to me. Yes. What do you remember about Muriel? Oh, smart. Very, very, very smart. And yes. Um, um, you miss her? Uh, oh, yes. Mm, yes. You liked her? Yes, yes. Do you remember the day she died? Yes. Can you tell me what happened? Mm, books, library. There were lots of books, and, and I served lunch. They, they said I poisoned her. They said I did it. I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Did you make the lunch? Yes. What did you make? Mm, it was bread, but with, with meat in it. Sandwiches? Y- yeah, yeah, that. You didn't put anything in there that shouldn't have been in there. N- no, no. Six. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he seems, seems pretty... Seems like a good dog. Pretty much like a good... Like, he'll do anything for fish. Yeah. Do you know who might have poisoned her? Mm, Miev. She's a witch. She was a witch. Everybody says she's a witch. But Miev was eating the same sandwiches, right? Yes. Witch yeah. magic. I don't think you can magic poison. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but she's evil. Why? Everybody said she's she killed her own man. Okay. Is there anything that Muriel ate or drank that day that Lady Miev did not? No. Nothing. They both had sandwiches. They both had water, tea. Um, did you serve them tea? N- no, no. Uh, um, he did, and he points kind of across the lake to... To Virgil? A little boat. <laughs> Is that Virgil? Y- yeah, yeah. Vir- Virgil. Virgil served the tea? Yeah. Is it possible he put something in the tea? Virgil's nice. He gives me fish. Every day I get I get a fish. Is that because he feels sorry for you taking the fall? No. No, he's my friend. She's going to give him a fish. <laughs> he eats a fish. Gabriel, do you know what happened to Muriel's things? Mm, mm, mm. They sent them back to the house. To Frikers? For the books. Which book? All, all the books. The Frikers had books that... Who, who wanted which books? I'm, I'm confused. How do I get the fish? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the books that they were studying and the books that belonged to them. Was there a blue notebook? Books. All, all books. They traded books for... Muriel. For her body? Yes. So the Frikers had books, and House Mentor traded her body for those books? Yes. All of them? Yes. Do you remember a blue notebook? Yes. That was one of them? Yes. Are you just saying yes because you want this fish? Fish? I wish the people that were listening could see your face. (laughs) You just need flop ears, and you got it perfect. She's going to look up at Sulfa. Who, even disguised as your servant, is looking pretty horrified at the implications of this. I'm going to give him the next fish. He eats it. You're very hungry, aren't you? Yes, yes, fish. Do you like it down here by the dock? Oh, fish by the fish, yes. Do you get lots of fish? Oh, yes. Lady Jalen, I'm not sure if we should talk to his friend or not, unless we know. I'm not sure we should either. I think we need to go armed with the right questions. Agreed. Gabriel, if I go buy you a whole pile of fish, can we keep this discussion between us? Yes. You won't tell anybody what we talked about? Yes. Yes, you won't tell anybody what we talked about? Yes. (laughs) Fish? 
My lady, I will get more fish, but I think he will do anything for fish, including... Well, what do we do? Take him with us? No. I can kill him. No. That's the ridiculousness of the situation. <laughs> Leave him here. Somebody's going to ask him what I was talking to him about. If they bothered to ask him what he was having a conversation with us about, I don't necessarily believe that they w- they think he would be able to dispense any kind of important information, given his... Spend a little more time talking to him, feeding him fish and talking about completely other things. He'll get so oh. confused, yeah. he has no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> That's a good call. Good call, yeah. What about apples? Do you like apples? No, no fish. Just fish. Meat. He just wants meat. How many fish do you usually eat in a day? Two. Two? Well, I'm going to give you a bunch of fish. What's your favorite kind of fish? Fish. All right, she's going to keep on like that for a while. Okay, yeah. You, yeah, that is a good suggestion. Though. You can talk to him for just, a just solid keep him 20 going minutes. Ask him about his whole life. <laughs> give him some fish. Leave him with some extra fish. He'll roll in it. I'm just going to do my best not to touch him. And then about after about an hour of that, I'm get up and be like, it's good to meet you, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Fish, lady. He'll keep eating fish. All right. Um, so if I, I, I guess it's a perception if I noticed anybody noticing us. Yep, roll it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eight. You even have disadvantage, Silva. You can't roll much worse than that on your second one. Natural <laughs> <laughs> 20 on the second one. Uh, oh. It's hard to be a moth in the daylight. All right, as far as we know, nobody saw. Yeah, as far as you know, nobody saw anything. Well, the the fishing pier isn't quite an exciting place to hang out. I imagine that lots of great gossip happens. Everybody caught a fish. We, this big. Shall we talk to his friend? Well, what are we going to ask him? Did you poison the tea? You're right. The thing is, we're trying to find this book, and it sounds like it's going to be in Lord Mentor's house. And Sable is already there. She can do, like, her woo-woo shit. I woo the woo. <laughs> you woo the woo out of that shit. <laughs> you know how I was telling you about spells that allow another person to take your suggestions under consideration? We might suggest to this gentleman that he tell us anything and everything he knows about Muriel and what happened in the library. Although, again, if it fails, the consequences might be problematic. How likely is it to fail? Well, it works really well with people who are... Stay weak-willed. Okay. Do we want to just go have a com- casual conversation and you can figure out if he's weak-willed enough to fall for it? Sure, let's do that. He happens to be docking. So he climbs up onto the dock and ties off and then actually turns and starts walking directly towards you. Hello. Hello. Uh, I was um, making friends with your dog a bit. I fed him some fish. I hope that's okay. Oh, that's that's fine. He really likes fish. Yeah, he sure does. And you see him kind of pop his head up. Fish! I'll get you some more fish. He wasn't giving you any trouble, was he? No, he's sweet as can be. Well, he is very sweet these days. How long you known him? Oh. How long has he been like that? Well, he's been like that for about two years, but I knew him before that happened. Oh, yeah? You must be exceptionally kind to look after him. Well. You're still disguised. Mm-hmm. So it comes out of your mouth. You must be exceptionally kind. <laughs> you must be exceptionally kind to take care of him. From my nightmares. <laughs> I could be like, yeah, this, I've got a similar story with this one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to describe an ant person. He says, um, yeah, well, I, you know, I try. So anyway, it was, it was good meeting you. Yeah, it was good to meet you too. Did you want to get an insight on him on whether he's <laughs> sure shitty dice? How long have you been a fisherman? Hmm? Oh, me? Just, just two years. It's my retirement. 
What did you do before that? Oh, I was a servant and house mentor. Oh, what did you do to get this gig? Oh, well, you know, I just uh, stayed true and loyal to my lord. He rewards people. He's really a great man. Wait, what is his mutation? Is it obvious? He has active gills running up and down his neck. They Apparently, he can breathe the air just fine. Okay. Uh, and how old is he? He is probably 40s. Okay. So did you grow up in house mentor? Were I you did. Were you a servant your whole life? Yeah. Oh. Basically 40 years. Wow. Yeah, they don't have you do much when you're real young, but I, I count the time. Time served, you know? Sure. Anyway, it was good. Good experience, you know? It's, um, I got a lot of skills. I'm really good at polishing things. I've got a, my, my house is very clean. I became a very accomplished cook. Did you stay on your own or did you get married? Oh, no, no. I stayed on my own. Oh. Would he be living around the docks or, I mean, is that like... Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of hovels around here. So you just live, like, along here? Oh, actually, my house is about two more blocks away from the river. It's a nicer place. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. Thank you. I, I make a good living. I, sa I saved up a lot of money as a servant. Well, could I, uh, could I pick up some fish to take home? Absolutely. I'll just buy something enough for my household, I mean, since I'm here. Yeah, you can buy a bucket of fish off of him, no problem. Catfish, dogfish. Fish, three-eyed fish, bass. Eight-eyed spiderfish with spider legs. You know, whatever comes out of the river. All right, so we'll walk away, leave them to it. What'd you think? I, I, my insight roll was a ten. Ah, uh, so I would presume that he's. Uh, your presence around the dog man made him anxious about something, but that's all you got. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do a insight roll. An insight roll retcon, I guess. Okay. Um, does he know who I am? Doesn't seem to know who you are. <laughs> Our rolls today are crap. Yeah, man. I don't want to roll the dice. <laughs> so where are we? What are we doing? Sylpha will say, if necessary, we can come back. Okay. Seems like you could come back as you or disguised as something else. It would be I best. I think he would be suspicious if I came back again. If I went alone. But you need a rest first? Yeah, I'm feeling a little tapped at the moment. Well, I I have a bucket of fish I gotta go take home, so... <laughs> Should we meet back um, in the library tomorrow morning? Well, uh... Or are we doing stuff this evening? Out of character. Like, is there enough time to go back to the mentor estate? Would it be weird if either of us showed up tomorrow at the mentor estate while Sable, Lady Miev, etc. are there? Or would it be best if for us to... If the funeral's tomorrow, you could show up tomorrow and no one would ask any questions. Because we could just say we're attending the funeral, right? Correct. I feel like that's the... I, we can't get into mentor's house and spend the night tonight. There, there's no pretext for us to do it. No, but the information we learned did seem to confirm that the mentors traded all of Muriel's books and belongings on her in exchange for the right to take her home and bury her. Right. But it does narrow down the search quite a bit. If the book is... If they didn't destroy that book... So if they didn't destroy it, it would be on their property. We could begin looking. We should at least get the message to Sable that she should do her thing. I'm guessing that we would have made some sort of plan. If it's not, like, if it would make no sense for them to actually come to the mentor's house, it would make sense that we would have, like, made plans to meet either outside the gates or on the grounds somewhere once they got done, correct? Sure. Okay. Okay, let's do that then. All right. All right, so we, we come back. Are you waiting for us? Yeah, wherever we're supposed, wherever I'm supposed to be. The funeral is tomorrow. Okay, I'll let them know. How, at what time is it? Uh, at this point, five. Five. So if I'm going home, I need you to, need to go home I soon. I need to go home. Okay. Or you're welcome at my place. Should we bring the fish? <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you see, it's coming up. We we I stink, and we're coming. holding a bucket of I fish. I knew you were coming from a quarter mile away. Oh, we went down to the docks and bought some fish. Yeah, I can tell. 
talk to a dog. Great. And that, and she does a frenemic gesture of an important, an yeah. important dog. That's great. <laughs> Did get some interesting information. And then she will use the message cantrip to tell you basically that we believe the books are on the property because it seems that the mentors traded the release of Muriel's body and for all the books that Lady Miev and Muriel had been studying in the library that day, including her notebook and possessions. Oh, goodness. Then I'll uh, I'll say, then I should expect you tomorrow early. We'll be here early. Yes. That's good. I could use the support, to be honest. Are you okay? Well, no, you're not okay. Are you permitted to leave? I shouldn't. Honestly, I think she's safer here. Jalen, roll me perception. 17. Yay! No, 18. We got a perception roll! We perceived something. What did I perceptify? <laughs> there are three men kind of pushing through the crowd, coming in your direction. Like rat men? And we will leave our story there. Special thanks to Todd Ferguson and My Pet Machine for our tunes, and Julie at Elaborate Flight of Fancy for our logo. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you found this podcast. I want to thank you all for help building a community around the game we all love and enabling us to play a bigger role in that community with this podcast. Tell your friends about our story. Okay. What will our heroes do with assassins breathing down their neck? Find out next time on Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. super awesome that we got like a review from a stranger yep. yeah. yeah right yeah. did you see it i posted he's a local stranger i, I posted it stranger. yeah i found it yeah, i, I it found like, it in the app store Aww. but it was like yay I, and i guess christian said last night that he was trying to post his review to some of them and was having technical difficulties he he did post a review to apple podcast he was all, he was all like i know it's not as cool as getting one from a stranger i was like it's totally, totally as cool, it is just cool. <laughs> yeah